So the first question, is Southgate a tool? Second question, what's your England 11 for the Euros? Welcome to the Dime Drop. What is up my guys? It is your boy, HB. Welcome to uh, episode 5. Episode 5. Uh, episode five of the Dime Drop podcast. Uh, thanks for everyone who's been supporting. Um, even if you keep coming back, uh, salute to you because I know that I can be bare annoying at times, but it is what it is. Um, if you're new to this, this is basically a podcast that I like to keep short and sweet. Um, and yeah, I like to focus on loads of different topics, ranging from music um, to sports to current affairs, what's happening right now. I'll bring in finance and education as well later. Um, and yeah, and dating too. But I think the most important thing that we focus on is advice. I always somehow will bring at the end some advice together that I like to call dimes, hence dime drop. Um, yeah, and I like to just see what we can take from what we've discussed and how we can implement that in our daily lives. Um, also, just before we do start, bedroom's a bit of a mess. It's not a mess, it's actually really clean. Uh, Sunday's my cleaning day and yeah I haven't got around to putting new sheets on yet but I will don't worry clean your sheets often my guys because I've heard some mad stories recently um, but yeah let's just get fucking into it man um, alright cool so first question is Southgate at all so this episode is all about the England national football team personally I'm not a massive international fan, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I love watching the big tournaments as anyone else does. I'm a massive football fan. But like these qualifiers and shit, man, they piss me off. But it is what it is. Um, I just want to chat about basically Gareth Southgate. Um, For me, he's a bit too nerdy to be like a manager of anything. I just don't like nerds that much. But like when you've got no charisma about you, nothing about you. Um, And I feel like you need charisma at the top. Um, So yeah, that's... That's my quick take on it. But I mean, he's always been kind of like an average guy. Like, obviously, he had a good playing career and he was playing in the Premier League, but I think he was always like a leader by example type, like very professional, da da da, that kind of guy. And I know that he missed a peno at Euro 96, which I cannot remember, but apparently that happened in the semi finals, I think it was. Um, And he also played his last game in the UEFA Cup final, which he lost with Middlesbrough in 2006. Um, And then right after that, actually, he basically got the Middlesbrough job, weirdly. So Steve McLaren went to England. They were like, yo, we got a vacant spot. So he took that. And then a couple of years later, he got Middlesbrough relegated in England. Um, And then a few years, I think he took out a lot of them, which I think is actually really good. I think that's their only plus in, but to Gareth Southgate, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, now and then he obviously took over from Roy that's the only pl- um, at, um in Euro 2016 and then he obviously took from Roy um, after Roy had a stinker in Euro 2016 so Roy had a stinker in Euro 2016 um, and then yeah he had a sick World Cup to be fair to him but one thing that pissed me off is that we had such a sick squad compared to other squads that were going in trans- like going through a transition. I feel like we should have definitely taken better advantage of it. Like we got knocked out by fucking Croatia, man. What the fuck is that? That is what it is. Um, and then he was trying to flex on us with his waistcoats. You do you, bro. You do you. Like 
fair play. Like, if that's your thing, that's your thing, innit? Um, but one thing that really does piss me off about him, and which makes me think he is a tool, I remember when he came into the job, he's like, everyone's going to get a chance. It's done on form, and this is how I want to select the squad. And at the start, he did that. I was like, yo, he's actually sticking true to his word. But then, like, he's, he started sticking to players that he just trusts and that he's had his squads before, um, which really pisses me off, for instance. And, like, I think a prime example of, like, not picking on form is the late inclusion of Jack Grealish to everything that he's been doing. Jack Grealish was playing sick football for longer than, like, long before he got into the English squad, finally. And I think he proved it in the English squad how valuable he can be. Um, so, yeah, things like that really pissed me off. And then he seems to have one rule for some people and one rule for another. It's like, I remember the Foden-Greenwood thing that happened last year. And, like, they didn't make the next squad and things like that. Whereas Trippier has a fucking betting ban, bruv. Um, and he gets straight back into the squad. Wow, that's fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, so contradictory people really piss me off in general. Um, but, yeah, that was basically my view on it. And then one last thing is that he likes to be pragmatic pragmatic which i don't mind because one of my favorite managers of all time jose is like that however he has personality about him like you can imagine him like just getting i watched that spurs documentary and him just like people feed off his energy man like yes i mean he doesn't have that he's a fucking dead person man like you need to have good man management skills i think to to do well at international management because you're not gonna get to implement tactics that often um and yeah he just to me he just doesn't have the charisma to it to be able to do that. Um, yes, yeah, so that was basically my take on him. So, in summary, yes, I do think he is a tool. Um, and then, secondly, my eleven based right now for the Euros. So, let's just go. Um, this is like basically my normal team that I would play. Forget about like playing against like really strong teams and shit, because then I think you do need to tinker your team a little bit. Like, for instance, I go for two pivots, not one pivot. Um, but yeah, I'll just go through it now. So, in goal, up to a few weeks ago, it was actually Nick Pope. Um, but recently, I think Henderson's just pipping him, just because of the distribution. Like, I remember, I'm a United fan, so, like, I saw him set up a goal. I can't remember who scored it. Maybe it was Rashford. But, like, he let Luke Shaw go so quickly in that move. And if he didn't do that, we weren't scoring that goal. I don't know if Nick Pope's got that, to be perfectly honest with you. Based on just goalkeeping attributes in terms of like saving shots and shit, I'll go Nick Pope, but at the minute, it's Dean Henderson. This is I'm talking from everyone being fit right now, so I'm excluding Jordan Pitford because I just don't like him. Let's just make that clear. Um, right back, Trent. I think there's no better attacking right back in the world. Defensively, I think he's pretty shit, to be fair. But um, yeah, man, if you're going for like shit team or average team you need to unlock a defence like you'll get an attacking threat from your right back and especially when you've got someone like Harry Kane in the box just to smash him in that, that's perfect centre backs John Stones he's had a sixth season and he's got everything to be a complete ball playing centre back alongside him this was fucking hard because so, we've got shit shit centre backs to be perfectly honest with you I wanted to go Connor Cody but I'm going for Harry Maguire based on the fact that his England goal scoring record I remember up to that 2018 World Cup was insane so I'm just thinking as an attacking from an attacking point of view for a defender I know that sounds mad but it is what it is um, and then left back Luke Shaw it was Chilwell up until a couple of months ago then Tuchel came in and fucked that didn't he um, but Luke Shaw's done very very well like and I think one thing that 
gets glossed over is his progress under not just Van Hal but also Jose. Like I know he went it went to shit with Jose, but at the back end of Jose's reign, he was coming good because and like he's just made that extra sort of move forward with Ole. I think Ole's just like putting an arm around him sort of thing and getting Tellez and has helped a lot, I think, providing that competition. And now moving on to midfield, right? I did say I'm playing one pivot. So I'm playing Declan Rice. I think he's insane. Like, I really rate Declan Rice, man. I love him. Love him at United. Um, if I was going for two pivots, I'd go him and Henderson. Because um, as much as I hate to say it, Henderson is a good, like, just natural leader. And I think you need that in the team. But yeah, for the time being, we're going Declan Rice. Then the two in front of Declan Rice, so we're playing 4 3 3, sorry. I would go, I know this is a bit mad, Foden and Grealish. Because. They are so techy in tight places and shit. And I can just imagine them dominating that midfield, man, if we've got possession. Um, Phil Foden's insane. So jealous he's at City, especially at that age. And I, I feel that you just need to put young players into the team just because they have less fear. Uh, we saw it with Rooney, for instance, when the older he got, the more pressure he felt, especially from England. And I don't, I think that's why we didn't see the best of him. Um, but I remember year 2004, Wayne Rooney was insane. So, yeah. And then Grealish, I don't need to say anything more about him, to be honest, but I'm playing him in the centre just because he drifts around a lot and we can just utilise other, like, winger forward sort of things going forward. Um, so, yeah, on the right, I'd play Sancho because he's come into a good season recently. He started off shit, but, he's yeah, he's gone good and he can just unlock a defence through a pass, through dribbling past someone. Like, he's got everything in his locker. Up front, Kane because... He, him and Haaland for me and Lewandowski top three strikes in the world right now um, he's insane I actually think he's a bit of a douche for, remember when he tried to rub that goal a couple of years ago yeah a douche move um, but fair like but in terms of his talent he's undeniably amazing and then on the left I went Rashford because I feel like when Rashford's on he's on but he's not on all the time that's the thing with him so it's a toss up between him and Sterling for me but at the minute, I'll probably just go Rashford just because he offers you something slightly different, I think. Um, he can do pretty much anything on the ball. So, but yeah, that's basically my 11. Um, feel free to just, like, argue that. I know that people will probably look at my midfield and be like, oh, yeah, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, that's it. I just wanted to show my 11. Um, feel free to just, like, yeah, hit me up with your suggestions. You think I did so much shit. And what your 11 would be. And then moving on to the dimes now, this is the most important bit. Number one, don't be a follower, which I think Gareth has become. Um, don't listen to the media hype and all that stuff. Like, well, he didn't do it with Grealish, but I feel like he's been a follower in terms of maybe looking at, oh, this is like not looking at what we have at our disposal, looking at how other teams come up against opposition. Um, another thing is looking at what of what have people done in the past to win to win World Cups like a lot of teams have been quite expansive and just gone on the front foot and I think if you're going to look in the past that's something that we should be looking at to sort of learn from rather than sort of being a follower in other sort of senses um, so yeah we have that as a dime drop because I, I feel like you should always look at the positives not at the sort of negatives um, when, you're, when you're looking at how to learn off mistakes um, and the third one is be open-minded 
I think you should always be open-minded to trying something slightly different. Like when I mentioned having the youth, like especially like Foden and Grealish, no one's really going to think that. I just think, fuck it, man, go for it. Like what you got to lose? These guys are two of the best play, like, players this season in the Premier League. So just fuck it, man. You've got it at your disposal. Go for it. And the last one is give chances, man. Like I think we've seen um, it, like Oli's given a big chance to Shaw at United, um, even though we bought Tellers, but... Um, he should just like him, like give chances like in terms of like with Grealish like he should have given that chance a lot earlier and I feel like we're lacking like that sort of promotion on what he mentioned would be for him um, so I do hope he oh, he's not going to stick to his word now he's too far deep is what it is but yeah for you guys just try and be open minded give chances man it's all about that like I'm not saying give too many chances like give like one or two chances but then be like nah that's it but if somebody, if you see pr- improvement, like with Shaw, for instance, you saw improvement later on, and then you should give a chance. And um, but yeah, man, that that's basically all I had to say about today. I know it's not going to be for everyone because I know a lot of people that do listen to me aren't probably going to be into football. But it is what it is. Don't worry, next time it won't be football. I promise. Thank you again for watching. Um, follow on Insta. That's Dime Drop. It's D I M P D I M E D R O P. P. Um, yes, leave us a suggestions. Write reviews if you listen to Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Just drop a review. Drop any comments that you think of how, how we could improve this. Um, but yeah, that's that was about it. Go follow me on my Insta, which is at hb underscore five two nine one, and drop some new music. Uh, on good friday i believe it's my best song not gonna lie to you um so yeah watch out <laughs> but yeah man far from that man guys stay safe and all the best peace